You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Nationals Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 Ja. What's going on? And I'm also here with Josh Kender, also known as Kender. Hey, yo, what's up? You know who it is already. It's your boy, Skinny Penis. Yes, and this is episode number 123. We are recording on August 28th for release on August 29th. Uh, not too much to talk about. I mean, Summer Games is coming to an end uh, soon. Uh, but, you know, we're going to talk about a couple other things. We're going to talk about low, you know, how to improve low-tier play. Well, what Blizzard specifically can do to improve low-tier play. And then we're also going to talk about the, the, the current healer meta, which is, uh, you know, it looks like it's a bit more balanced out than it has been. And we're going to go ahead and get into some community questions right after that. I had actually had a tweet from, uh, I think it was Mercy on Twitter. And I did not get a chance to respond back. So we're just going to turn that into this week's community question. Before we get into all that, I'd like to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Thank you guys very much for taking the time to come and listen to Watchpoint Radio. Uh, we do talk about Overwatch news and competitive and some esports, but the primary focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. Uh, you know, so even when we do talk about those other topics, we focus on the community and state of the game. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you enjoy the show, you want to keep up with us, which is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. And we would love to have you join us on discord.me slash mash those buttons uh, in our Discord server. Come and join the conversation. And uh, also, like to. Return, uh, thank any returning listeners. Thank you very much for coming back and listening to the show again, whether it's your first re-listen or your 122nd. You know, we really do appreciate it. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, no new subscribers this week and no new patrons this week and no community feedback. But like I said, we're going to get into a community question a little bit later. So let's just see how everybody's week and Overwatch has been doing. Who wants to go first? Were you able to play, uh, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I was able to play a little bit, but... It was with you guys. I was able to play. It was with you guys and then a little bit before, but it was my first like real weekend with no house to put together last weekend. I was going to go to the game night. The Chaos Crew, I talked about it last week. They did a game night and I really wanted to go, but I went downtown Colorado Springs to have dinner and then didn't leave till 2 a.m., so... <laughs> wasn't able to make it there, but I got to do some sixing with you guys, and the meta is all over the place. Yeah, it really is. Um, I other than playing with you guys, I didn't really play much on PC, but I did play uh, on the Xbox a little bit, and that was a absolute shit show. <laughs> when did you play on the Xbox? 
just a little bit yeah. when I was just kind of hanging out at home, just kind of hopped in for a second. And I mean, which day? I don't even know. It was probably most certainly didn't yesterday. do a Friday night during game night. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't on Friday night. Um, but no, I was just kind of hanging out, playing a little bit, and I am absolute trash with controller. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. You mean but, you're uh, not a lot like of fun. Malik? Uh, I, Malik from the Overwatch League came out for the talent takedown. He, he was doing his walkout. He pulled out his controller and held it up. It's like, you're not no, getting no. much street cred for that, bro. <laughs> he literally played with the controller in the talent takedown. No, really. Did his team lose? He was, yeah. Yeah, he was at Atlantic. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like the, um, the, the controller changes they made, that they have on console, they don't put into the PC version of the game. Yeah, it's literally so just the, pretending to be a mouse, right? Basically, like you get the very basics of controller um, controls when you uh, when when you plug up plug up a controller to the PC. You don't get the extra shit like the dual zone and stuff like that. Like it don't don't work like that here. So, gotcha. oh well. Yeah, he looked bad, but yeah, hey, man, sure he played. He, he played. Oh, yeah, you can say about a lot of people. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> you tried your best. Now, I, um, Kendra, you've done that. That's pretty much it for you? I mean, other than the night that we played, I really haven't played much. Uh, I think I hopped a little Lucio ball at one point, and it was it was fun, but it's the same old, same old Lucio ball that we've had before. I mean, it's just the end of the season, so, you know, we don't really want to play duo singles, so, like, it's only the six stack, so if the six stack isn't available, yeah, this really isn't when we're playing. You know that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't touched my main accounts since I haven't touched it. I have not touched my main accounts since uh as soon as that warning came up, like the set the seven day warning, as soon as you see that, I think I said it last week, as soon as you see that, that means don't play your main account. <laughs> like that that <laughs> is what that means. Especially if you are in gold. Holy shit. Like, because like that's where everybody who's halfway decent is coming in to play their 10 games like and, and they just yeah, don't understand that, the game there's that and plus like just like you know tons of smurfs like people especially right now with overwatch being half off until like was it september something or is it like is it the 30th i think it's I'm not sure i don't know either i think like, it's a really long period that it's half off them trying to get extra sales so we're going to be seeing Smurfs left and right, you know. Um, but no, yeah, like once that once that hits, like I, we said this way before, when they said they were going to do eight week seasons or two month seasons, we said you only get six weeks of, of, of competitive play because your first week, you don't want to play your mains. This is the last week you don't want to play your mains. Um, and I, I got to be honest, actually one of the reasons why we're going to talk about how to improve low tier play uh, is because of my experience in gold this week. But go ahead, Bob. See, I did a good, I did a good job, guys. Not in, not interrupting. I wanted to, but I will well, say, the two month thing is awesome for me currently because if it, it if it was another month, that means I'd have another month that I can't play my my main because I have decayed from. Uh, from uh, 
3500 all the way down to 3k and i mean i'm not going to take the chance of losing two and losing all of my mmr so it's good for me that it ends now but any other time if you're not in diamond or up like i agree with you yeah like it's just it i don't know the yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's really you can you can blame a lot of the blame can go a lot of places right i mean you can definitely blame uh blizzard for some stuff i i the, the big blame is on the community though like ultimately it's how the community acts that causes this to happen right the first week and the last week of the season well to be a complete shit show not really though that, because why well like a big majority of the people coming in are coming in to get those to get just the 10 games in so they can get a couple purple points so they can get the golden gun for the one character that they really love yeah that is true but they're still part of the community <laughs> you know that that's the thing uh we i think we've all agreed that the com- the competitive points just need to not be competitive points anymore they just they just need to add in a quick play yeah you know yeah. if you win a competitive you win a competitive match you get 10 points you win a regular quick play match you get one <laughs> or you get five or, or or you know whatever something but you know competitive points that that system definitely does not help the situation yeah it's weird because i think the reason they i'm guessing i'm speculating that the reason they initially brought it in is because they didn't think competitive would be very popular and they wanted people to participate and then once you give someone something taking away is 10 times as hard but the thing about competitive is you don't want people to play competitive if they don't want to play it competitively. Like, that's the thing. Like, It's just Overwatch not healthy had, for anybody. It's not healthy for the people that are competitive. It's not healthy for the people that aren't. It's just not healthy for the, com- the Exactly. Community. All you had to do was give somebody a rank, and that would have been more than enough. That's, that's more than enough yeah. incentive. Just give them a rank. You didn't need to add the competitive points. Um, I know uh, Mikey would probably love to stop playing competitive. He would love it if they just put that shit in quick play. He would just play quick play all the time. Um, and now with LFG quick play, it's quick play has you know gotten quite a bit better for the most part. I still need to but, try that. I, if they would yeah, just make I mean, if they would just make QP like a real game. I just don't like that your only offense, your only defense. I don't like it. I, I don't like it at all. Or they can add another queue for, like, you know, let's say... Um, like competitive it, practice mode or something. Well, it's just yeah, competitive like, practice or it's just, unranked. They have it in other games. But sorry, oh, Bob, yeah. I interrupted you. Well, it just... it it, re, it Like, the way I think of it is, if you're just doing offense, you're just doing defense. Imagine if you had an NFL scrimmage game and the offense played and the defense played one time. I mean, that's what it is. That's why it's so dumb for me because you could literally win a game with one tick on the first point in two CP, but you would have lost that game in QP. Well, yeah, but that's the whole point of QP is it's quick play. It's a quicker version of the game. Right. It just, it's just supposed to get you into the game, so I get it. Well, um, you, but you can still have quick play where it just adds people into the game. You know what I mean? Like you can still have it be qp 
you just understand that you might be added into a game that's already started or going, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's right, what I was saying by un- unranked. Yeah, unranked. Yeah. Like so that. for quick play, they want you to get in the game and they want the game to complete pretty, pretty quickly. That's what they're looking for. An unranked mode, I, I mean, I've been asking for that for a long time. An unranked mode to help you practice compositions and stuff like that. As long uh, as there's yeah. lever penalties for that. Right, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that um, would actually be much, much better. Right, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, the, my, I, like I said, I haven't been playing my mains. I've just been playing my, what used to be called Church of Jaw. I changed the name of the account, and I am not na- telling you what the name of that account is now. Because <laughs> if you come across me. Ooh. Yeah, if you come across me. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to you say some that. shit. I might say some shit that I wouldn't have said on Church of Ja. That's all I'm saying. I but, think your um, name tells everybody exactly <laughs> what funny you're thing, all like, about. I, yeah, like, yeah, it's just, it was, I was trying to take Church of Ja, right? And I, I got to admit, though, I wasn't trying my hardest, right? I wasn't trying my hardest to get it ranked up, right? It wasn't a big deal. I wasn't playing like my main characters to make sure it got up to where it needed to be. But just playing the game and playing with the people that are in gold right now and in low platinum right now, it was absolutely horrible. And it's not just because it's the last seven days. This rank has been like this all season. All season. Gold has gotten progressively worse over the past few seasons. And now all the time, it's a huge pool of toxicity. It is. Like I'm at the point on that account. You know how you can you you know you can choose to not go into team chat. Like you just hit the little radio button in social and get out of team chat. Not even a problem for me because I have team chat turned off. Like it is like literally off in the menu. Because nothing of value is said in those matches. Absolutely never the value said in those matches. You know? And I'm actually, um, I'm, I think I'm 50-50, maybe a little higher than 50-50 on wins on, on that account. Right? It, it, it's incredible with some of the stuff that you see. Like, I, me and I was playing with the dude abides, and we had a match, right, where Everybody was just one on one everybody, not just the attacking team, not just the, and not just the defending team. Like everybody was all over the place. We were playing on Watchpoint Gibraltar, and as soon as the cart made the turn in that first corner, it was like somebody yelled "Mortal Kombat," and then everybody was just fighting somebody. It was ridiculous. I was fighting a Roadhog as Symmetra. I looked to my right. The dude abides is fighting a diva on his own as Zenyatta. I look a little bit past with the Roadhog. A Mercy is fighting a Tracer and winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody was everywhere, and the entire match was like that. And we ended up winning, but it was ridiculous. Like I, like I was killing Faris as as Symmetra, like you know, with turrets and shit. I'm like, oh my god, this is. An absolute like brawl, but it was incompetitive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy, and that's gold right now. Like people, uh, 
not communicating with each other. And right now, I, I got to admit, I'm guilty of that because when I was in team comms, the team comms just were not productive at all. People getting super toxic very fast, getting super, like, you know, aggressive, you know. And then you mix that with not being able to play, but they don't want to listen to anybody else, you know. If you if you tell them, like, okay, well, we should try this, or this is why we're getting pushed back, or we need this, or we need that, you know. Like, I tried telling somebody, he was playing Soldier, and Doomfist was there. Doomfist was, like, kind of fucking us up. And I'm like, okay, Soldier, you know, would you be able to switch to McCree? We just need to be able to stun the Doomfist. If he stops, we'll be able to kill him. If we can just stop him, we'll, we'll, we'll kill him. And then he just went on this fucking tirade, you know, like about, like, you know, telling everybody to suck his dick and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. It was just a request. You could have said no. And that would have been like the end of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was crazy. So that's why I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to turn off team chat and I'm going to rename this account. And this will be my practice account for characters. Cause I can still get decent mechanical practice on characters. I can see what works, what doesn't work. Um, that's how I was able to figure out a bunch of good spots for Hammond to like connect and swing and get to different places. And, you know, I can pile drive up here and do these things. Uh, but I yeah, still, like, it's still like, go ahead. it's still like, what's it called? Better for mechanical practice, uh, free, free for all just cause you could die and be right back in the action practicing right after. That's true. But I, I like it in you know, regular modes because there's more of a um, so more of a penalty for me fucking up, right? I, I learn a bit better from that, you know? I don't want to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how can, like, practicing Hammond, like, because a part of practicing Hammond, for example, is being able to dive into a group and survive it, right? Like, diving into the group, getting your shields up, killing a healer if you can, or killing somebody if you can, and then being able to roll out of there and survive that encounter. That's a big part of playing Hammond. Yeah, I mean, you know? the biggest thing with Hammond is just get in there, disrupt, and make space. I mean, he's the biggest space maker that we have so far. Right, but like, <clears throat> trying to do that in deathmatch is a bit difficult, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would uh, just say for, like, straight-up mechanical practice, like, learning how the character works, you know, that's true. Maybe I should have said, I should have said that differently. I don't mean just straight mechanical practice, like some tactics to a degree. Yep. You can tactics get better definitely. with the character, but, um, yeah, that, that's the thing about gold. And that's what got like, you know, the dude about, he asked me, he's like, what can blizzard do to improve low tier play? And at the point where he asked me that, I was just so fucking frustrated. I was like, I don't know. Visor. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, I don't program know, you know. Called visor.gg. It'll tell you when you trickle in. Well, no, we're talking about what Blizzard can do. I think we've Blizzard already talked about what could they can do. That they could put it in the game, just like World of Warcraft has taken, I don't know how many mods, and actually just put them in the game. They could put I think it in it's the game. Too much information. I think it's too much information to put into the game. To be perfectly honest with you, call um, it two, to be tool tip four point at that point, at that point, the enemy might as well, they might as well just put enemy ults on the screen, you know, stuff like that. Uh, well, no, so. I'm saying like, maybe not the ultimate thing, but maybe just the thing where your team is trickling, you know, like the little things, the tool tips, right. That you might that not think of, uh, 
And I mean, even at the higher levels, like sometimes our six deck is guilty of it. And someone notices it's like, hey, guys, we are totally just feeding and trickling now, like regroup, full regroup. Right. Well, that takes that makes it just another reason why I shouldn't be in the game. It makes the game too easy. Like there's no reason to turn that off at some point. Right. Uh, oh, no, man. I think this game would... is hard. Overwatch? Overwatch is hard compared to most games. Nah, I it's a first-person so. shooter on top of a MOBA. I mean, it's hard. Like yeah, a it's... MOBA, you have to deal with what counteracts things, what trumps things, but it's in a, two, a 2D space. A first-person shooter, oftentimes... You don't have to deal with that. You have to worry about a gun. You have to worry about a few things, but not, not at the, not at the level you do in Overwatch. So to put those two together, it's extru- that's why gold is so shit. Is because it's hard to understand the fucking game. I just know because it took gold me a long shit. time. Gold is shit because the majority of players uh, are in it, and a ton of players are casual. That's why gold is shit like gold is shit because a ton of players are in it and a, and a ton of overwatch players are very casual uh overwatch and i'm not sure if we talked about this last week or not overwatch is unique in that it took people who don't play shooters and it got them to play a shooter <laughs> you know so there's uh you don't have that normal competitive mindset that a lot of people who play first person shooters do or people who even play mobas do you know you have people who don't even pvp and wow playing you know overwatch because they like tracer <laughs> you know so it's like it's that that's that's where that's what makes overwatch unique and that's one of the big deals uh, of of gold per se yeah i'm but, not sure anybody would argue that it's an extremely fucking complicated game though well i i was actually going to uh come in on that and i think the best way to put it is casual overwatch is brain dead easy but High tier Overwatch, you know, competitive, actually trying to win Overwatch can get complex and difficult. Um, where there's the team building mechanic, there's the actual need for teamwork and all. That's kind of a replacement for not having to worry about map control as much. Uh, right. You don't know, have to worry about uh, uh, not reloads, um, ammunition, things like that. So it, it's kind of apples and oranges uh comparing this to other fps's in terms of difficulty because well, you don't have exactly. those mechanics that part makes it easy casually but then when you get into the hyper competitive aspects of it when you get into the higher levels higher tiers trying to climb is very difficult well and um, when you think about it uh in the all-star weekend last weekend they did 6v6 uh, co- uh competitive lockout and this lets you know how much of a team game it is, is when a Widow or a DPS will just emote when it's 3 or 4v1. In CSGO, someone could, like a carry, could win, like could definitely win that 4-1, 3-1 scenario. Not in Overwatch, though. Right. Well, I mean, like it's a different game. Like Kinder's point is like extremely valid. Um, to say that Overwatch is harder than other shooters is comparing apples and oranges, for example. Because Overwatch's biggest uh, 
I guess, biggest area of difficulty is actually in planning and executing those plans. Using the characters Team play. is easy. Um, you know, using yes. abilities is easy, but using them properly and with your team is a different story. Yeah, teamwork. But you, it's, it's very difficult to compare that to the map control of regular arena shooters where, you know, you are literally try, keeping timers in your head and trying to make keep resources away from your enemy. Uh, while also gathering resources yourself, while also keeping track of where they are, and when you see them fucking them up, you know, instantaneously, versus you can't even compare that to, uh, let's say, like a game like Arma, which I love first person shooters, but fuck that game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, would, like, I would never play that shit. Um, like, seriously, I, like, I just couldn't because that's difficult for a different reason. And even, like, you know, Counter Strike is, is different, is difficult in its own way. But Overwatch. Like I said, it pulls in a lot of casual people, and that's part of the problem. And Blizzard can do, uh, I, I think, now that I've had a chance to think about it, and thanks to the dude abide for it, kind of bringing it up so I can think about it a little bit while I was lifting weights. <laughs> um, you know, Overwatch can do quite a few things to help lower tiers. And it's not just by giving them extra tools, right? Because they gave us LFG, and LFG has helped. But the lower tier you go in LFG, the worst LFG is to the point that you might not even, it might not even be worth it to you to use LFG. You know, you might be better off. You might have a better chance of winning if you just go in solo or maybe even duo. Um, so one thing that I think that Overwatch can do, the Overwatch team can do to really help low, low tier play is to balance the game toward high end play. Um, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I've I've talked on both sides of this issue. Say, yeah, I was about to say, aren't you on the other side of that? No, let me explain so that so that people understand. Right, there's the Overwatch that I want, and then there's the reality of what Overwatch is and how it's balanced. The reality of Overwatch is that it is it has middle of the road balancing. Blizzard thinks that you can have characters, a bunch of characters that are easy to play in the, in the low end, but also fair to play in the, in the high end. So they go with these middle of the road balancing philosophies with Overwatch. So when they come out with a patch or a balance update that doesn't match that philosophy, that doesn't work for me. It's like, no, you got to stick to your guns because the next update you're going to do to somebody is a middle of the road patch. This is an Overwatch League patch you just made. And now the next patch you're going to do or next balance update you're going to do is middle of the road, which just throws off game balance, you know. So pick one. And if you're going to pick middle of the road, stay middle of the road. That, that's why I'll defend middle of the road uh, patches or, or balance updates. The Overwatch I want and the way I think every single first-person shooter should be balanced is high-end up. Like, high, like from the high-end and uh, the reason it's, it, I say that is because that trickles down. If you want to climb, you're going to have to learn how to play the game in the higher end. You know, uh, this, the, th the first thing that it's going to do, if they, if they balance the game toward high end play, is that uh, you can expect easier heroes to be less powerful and less effective, but easy to use. And harder and like, you know, the harder heroes will be, uh, you know, more skill based, obviously, but they'll also be way more effective 
whether it's damage or CC or knocking. Or, well, I said CC or knocking people around, but the same thing, you know. But, you know, their kits are going to be way more effective. They'll just be more difficult to use, you know. So, you know, you'll at the lower end of the game, you'll have people using the easy characters. But they'll see one, like, you know, like, for example, Hanzo. I should not see decent Hanzos in gold. Or what you can call a Han, a decent Hanzo in gold. You know, Hanzo's always hitting his shots and getting tons of kills and constantly getting his ultimate and stuff like that. That just shouldn't be happening in gold you know, because he should, he should be a hiring character. Go ahead, Bob. But you know, I started out my Hanzo trek in bronze. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I think if you, Hanzo should be balancing a way that if you're good at Hanzo, that shit should take you straight up yeah, to like you know well, high did. plat diamond. Yeah, I mean, you know? I I placed bronze. Was really hammered when I did my my uh, my uh, placements, but then I was really hammered when I went up five hundred SR in one night too. So right, I did a whole jaw thing where just turned off chat, listened to music, rocked that out, was that, just frag right. uh, fools. <laughs> So I guess nice. so I guess it did work. I did shoot straight from bronze to gold. But you also did that when Hanzo had a higher skill floor. I'm talking about Hanzo now. No, that's <laughs> you know? That that's the thing. Um but yeah, so the balance would be a bit more predictable. You know what I'm saying? That that's kind of the thing. You know, like Junkrat, for example, he was supposed to be an easy hero for, you know, people to kind of get into. So either he's going to be an easy hero that you can use. He doesn't get hurt by his grenades. And, you know, but his grenades maybe don't do as much damage or he can't output as much damage as he does at one time. Or you make him a higher tier hero. You make his, you know, damage, real, you know, high. But at the same time, he can hurt himself. He has to be ca- ca- careful. The counterplay is playing close to him like it used to be, you know. But that's why if they balanced from the top down, like it's not like the community is going to reject it, right? They're going to tr- that that uh, that balance is going to trickle down. That meta is actually going to trickle down, and people who want to climb or want to get better are going to pick up better characters and improve themselves in the game. And the lower end players will still have characters to play, but they're just not you know going to be as effective as uh, they are right now. The big thing, though is if they balance the game toward high-end play. High-end play is geared to team play. So the metas and how you play would actually promote team play if you want to climb up. If you're in silver and you don't team play, you're going to stay in silver. But if you can, if you and your teammates can team play together, you have a much better chance of actually going up. Because in gold, that's not happening right now. That's not happening right now. I have definitely played games in the last week where I can see the enemy team really working together you know they're clearly communicating because when i get behind them they turn around but yet they're still dying i'm picking off healers i'm rolling out of there you know whereas my team is not working together they're all over the place like i have we have definitely fucked up teams in gold where we're not playing together the enemy team is playing together and trying their hardest and communicating and yet it's not effective enough that should clearly wipe us out if we're not playing together go ahead bob you want to say something yeah, I will say, like, you're talking about that. I've had dozens of listeners reach out to me. One of them's in chat now, Effin uh, Flood. Uh, and I owe him a VOD review. Uh, I'm trying to do that, uh, but I've been super busy. But he he's started six. He started six stacking 
And I've gotten a bunch of correspondence from a bunch of of people that are in the lower tiers saying that they're trying it. So LFG is working at least, but still it takes time. I mean, you you know, Kinder knows. I I know when we first started playing with a team, it was a lot of relearning how to play because you're in solo mode. I had to learn not to chase. I had to learn not to do things that that definitely helped me out in solo and duo queue that really kind of hurt the team in team in team play. So that might be what you're running into with the people that aren't doing good in the six is that they just don't know how to play as a team. Well, I'm not saying just six stacks. What I'm saying is like when you have people organized like period like uh, an organized team should be in specifically in comp with the sr system because let's remember the sr system is supposed to put you in balanced matches right uh if even if they're not a six stack an organized team that's working together should should be able to be a team that's not working together at all you know which i've had game like i said i've had games where we have wiped the floor with teams like that. Yeah, so either you're still going to have that happen though in gold, because there's going to be people. I mean, you know, like in gold, sometimes you can just one V four people. And if that's the case, it's, it's going to happen where well, that's a problem with the matchmaker. Then that's a problem with the SR system. And that would need to be addressed. That's still something that's, that's a problem with Smurfs. That's well, a, that, that's and, a, oh, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead, Kendra. I've been talking for a while. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that um, that and in gold, you can't really or really anywhere. Hammond is so new uh, that it may be difficult for a team to really know how to counter him. Uh, we had a lot of trouble uh, countering Hammond in a few games, uh, even though we were communicating. I don't. I have no idea if the other team was or not. But even if they're communicating, if they don't know how to counter you, then you're just going to kind of walk in there and do shit anyway. Uh, if it, if you were maybe playing another dive hero like Genji or Tracer, then it's kind of been ingrained in their mind already. All right, this is what we do here to beat this Tracer, beat this Genji, do whatever. And but Hammond's so new, I don't think that everybody really knows how to counter him yet. Also, it hurts that he's broken. And if you're not playing Hammond Monkey, you're doing it wrong at the moment until they until they fix that. Or Hammond so, Yeah, well, here's the thing. Well, this is what I'm talking about with with, with the game balance, right? If you are in gold and you don't know the basics of countering a dive hero, right? There's some universal basics of countering dive heroes. I think we can agree. CC, essentially, right? You, you stop them from moving. Learn to jump right as they, right as the monkey or the Hammond hits, uh, hits you. If you jump... It's a bad idea for Hammond. Monkey, yes. Hammond, no, because they'll just knock you higher straight into the air. Monkey, oh, so, it knocks you oh, away. so it does it? Okay, I didn't. I didn't oh, yeah. Know that I yet. love when people do that shit. Didn't I tell that story about fucking uh, Brigitte? Where, like, I knocked her in the air and then Junkrat concussed the concussion mind her oh, and, yeah, like, she did. went flying. Oh, God, <laughs> uh, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what, like, it was. I have never seen a character fly so high. But, yeah, with, with, um, with Hammond, if you jump, he'll just knock you higher into the air, which gives him more time to shoot you on the way down. So don't do that with Hammond. Monkey for sure, though. That that tip on Monkey, 
huge. It huge. is a huge tip, especially for Zens or even Moiras. Yeah. Like Moiras still could get away, but Zens and Anas, it's a huge thing. It is a huge thing, one for sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like you can hear you know, it on the "Prepare to Attack Zenyada" episode. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, the I think the game should be balanced in a way. Well, well, well I'm saying like, that's just balanced in a way, but balanced for high tier play because high tier play will reward you for playing. Basically, it's essentially rewarding you for playing as a team. You know, and at least you should be giving us some trouble if we're not playing as a team. Versus just getting smeared across the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that and, that's what I'm saying. But and a lot and a lot of that is at the lower ranks, remember the first rule, like we've forgotten. We we used to tote it over and over again. We've forgotten to tote it now because it's just ingrained in us. But the biggest rule in Overwatch is don't die. Like run. Don't die. Like they're like literally, oh, yeah. it is the best advice i can give you for anything you will have higher metal counts you will have higher everything because you have more time to do it oh absolutely 100 percent. and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that gold should be the new diamond or anything like that what i'm saying is that if you balance from the high tier up like if you can organize with a team and get together with a team you will have a much better chance to climb than you do now you know that right. that's what that's why i think they should balance toward high-end play and i'm not saying that you have nothing for the lower end players, but you have a group of characters that they can use, but they're just a little less effective. So you end up uh, having to, you know, practice and use uh, more complex characters. Right. But, you know, another thing that will probably be even more helpful than what I just mentioned is that the matchmaker needs to be more aware of what players are doing. And by that, I mean like, you know, they need to keep track. The matchmaker should probably keep track. Well, actually, I mean, the game keeps track of what you're playing, right? So the matchmaker should probably take a look at what roles you're playing over your last, like, you know, 20 games or so, and then try to match you up with players who may not be playing those roles. It doesn't lock you in the roles. Bob's shaking his head, so I'm going to let Bob talk. Now, do, do you know what it should be? It should be the goddamn roll queue. Roll queue. Give us roll queue for plat and lower. Give it to us. Come on. Roll queue is going to – we're talking about gold and silver and bronze. Gold, there's yeah, just, even better so. There's just going to be a ton of people trolling in roll queue. That's no, what they're. That's it. why they'll never put it in. Lock it. Like, make them play 2-2-2. Two, two, two. I mean, honestly, until you're out of gold, you shouldn't be trying, like, crazy comps. You shouldn't be trying the uh, the the hamster Sombra dive Comp, it's like it takes an extreme amount of skill, an extreme amount of coordination. You should be just playing two, two, two. So let them learn. Then once they graduate from that, then let it be where you just queue. Well, but I mean, like if if you're in gold, I think it's unfair to not give them the ability to run a a, a comp that may help them get out of gold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, if, they, if triple support is working out for them, they should be able to run triple support. That's why I think, like, you know, if and we're talking about solo queue here, right? Or maybe even duo queue. Uh, we're talking about not having yeah, a I'm full not, stack. Yeah, I'm not talking about team. six queue. But, like, you know, if the matchmaker... Because, like, I don't want people to be locked into roles. And not to mention, you don't want long queue times either. But if the matchmaker can find two people that are maining DPS, two pe people... 
that are playing mostly tank and two people that play mostly support, you put those people together and then you don't have these situations where, uh, or you'll have, you'll probably have less situations where people are hopping into games and they're insta-locking three, four DPS, you know? But like, I'm guilty of it. I'm sure you guys are too, of not wanting to play the role that you're normally in because you're pissed, you're tilted. It's like fuck this. I'm playing DPS. Period. I don't give a shit. And well, that's why I said that's, it would probably... And so, like the algorithm yeah. there would just end up. It would. It still wouldn't work. But if and no, like you could just it doesn't have for to be role, everything or nothing, though. Yeah, you could just queue for a role, and you're like, I'm queuing for DPS. Then you get in there, and then you are the DPS, and then say you don't perform, then maybe it like puts you in check, and you're like, okay. All right, I'll go back and Q tank. You know, and it, I just, I just think it would be a good thing and healthy for the community as a whole, especially in the lower ranks, to just tell them how to play an actual team. Some people in gold and silver don't even know that the average composition is two, two, two. Right, because what they see is is three DPS, one tank, one heal, <laughs> yeah. or four DPS, one tank, one heal. No, man, I, I I get that, but like I said, I'm I'm against locking in the compositions. Like it doesn't have to be everything or nothing. It just has to make the situation better. And I think you're going to end up getting more trolls with a roll queue versus the system taking a look at what people are doing and trying to match them together a bit better. Um, even if you could do something like we I mentioned before is do like a role preference so people can say, I want to play this role, but you're not locked into it because you need to be flexible. You could go into a game wanting to play DPS, but you can see that your tanks are just having a really tough time. Be like, okay, you know, you mind if I play tank and then they let you play tank, you know, that's why I don't want to be, I don't think locking gold players into a game or to a role throughout an entire game is a great idea. Because they need to be flexible. I mean, that's Overwatch is a game of picking and counterpicking, right? Yeah. And now just, they can only counterpick with certain characters. I just feel like the game is broken. After playing so much six stack over the past three seasons, I just feel like the game is broken in anything but a six stack queue. Like, that's the only time it truly works the way that they envisioned it working. So, why not just throw a little helper in there? Roll queue. The game is definitely uh, made to be played in a six stack, uh, you know, with team play. That's why at the highest ranks, that's what you have. However, you, the way the game actually works, you're in, in some cases, you're actually rewarded for playing solo more so than with a, with a, with right. a six stack. Yeah, well, especially at the, at lower at the, tiers. Oh. Yeah, at the highest ranks, nobody's six, like nobody's six, uh, six stacks. Like once you're in masters and up, there's no six stacking unless it's a bunch of pros being jerks. Like, I mean, it's literally it's duo queue or solo queue. You will never see a three queue. You will never see a four queue. It's just unless it's pros and boosters. Like that's the only time you see that and you feel it. It hurts. Right. Well, let me clarify. The game is made to be played as a team with team play. Okay. <laughs> so that being the case, and that's what you see in higher tiers, even if they're not six stacking. Um, yes, but they it, actually it, know it, the game, play. the game does not reward you in in lower tiers for that, you know, because of probably the mechanical differences, you know, between players. The game does not reward you for working together with people in, in, in lower tiers specifically. Um, so you know that's something that needs to be addressed too, but that's a little bit harder. 
And that's why I think that has a lot to do with character balance and the way the game is is balanced there. Um, now, but yeah, I, okay. go ahead. No, you go ahead, Kinder. I was just gonna say it now. Um, one of the people that's in our Discord, Finn Flood, uh, same guy you were talking about, Bob. Uh, he was having some trouble. He's he's a bronze player, and um, I kind you kind of realize that bronze has a very different meta in reality from the higher ends even if the even if they did intend to balance it one way or the other the mechanical skill and the skill of everybody down there their teamwork and everything is it's just it's a different world uh so i gave him some advice i was like look just two stack with somebody uh get yourself a ryan main and start playing torbjorn that removes <sighs> the mechanical skill completely from the equation it removes the core requirement for mechanical skill and leaves you to work on your other things, you work on your map awareness, work on calling, calling and working together with your team, things like that, and managing your managing ults, things like that. It completely removes one of the most difficult aspects of the game for you, and it'll work for you until you get out of some lower tiers. And lo and behold, he gained a hundred SR with that strategy. That's the strategy that will work in those lower tiers because you're lacking a particular skill. And if you can build yourself up from those lower tiers, if you don't have any mechanical skill whatsoever, that doesn't mean you can't play the game. That doesn't mean you can't be good at the game. Uh, if you have really shitty mechanical skill, but you have excellent map awareness, excellent uh, ult management, excellent everything else, uh, then you can be a Mercy main. You can be a Grandmaster Mercy main and never shoot anybody in the game whatsoever. Or you can be a pretty decent Moira, or you can be... Well, I wouldn't say a good uh, Zarya because tracking, but you, you get the idea. You don't have to have mechanical skill, but to get out of those lower tiers, uh, a lot of time what you have to do is completely ignore what the meta is for the upper tiers because the meta for the upper tiers is all about mechanical skill and, and high damage output, things like that. Genji is worthless in the lower tiers. Widowmaker is absolutely worthless in the lower tiers. Genji's worthless in the lower tiers, though, because he counts on dash resets and he counts on his team at least doing half damage to the people. Uh, that's but, what I'm saying. You know, th things like that in the lower lower tier meta shouldn't they shouldn't be trying to play those kind of heroes that are really good well, at the higher level, and a lot of people don't realize that. On the other side of it, playing mm -hmm. Reinhardt at those levels sucks. Like I can't tell you how much easier it got after passing like 31, 32 hundreds as Ryan, like my job as Ryan got easier as I went up towards masters because the DPS was extremely competent. The heels were extremely competent and they were, they, they were making, they were, empowering me to make space to give the DPS a chance to kill and the DPS could kill. And so it's, it's just kind of like, it's, I mean, there's all kinds of characters that are like, that are like that, that are just aren't as good until everybody's working as a cohesive unit. Right. And in those well, lower tiers, if you get a setup like Tor Brian that can work just with themselves and as an individual unit, two people working together on a team, is better than zero people working together on the opposite team. Bronze, you really want to practice the duo thing, something that works. Pharmacy. Bear mercy. Work yeah, on that. Sometimes it depends how you play a certain character, too. Because even if you're playing Reinhardt or 
Reinhardt and like gold or silver, not gold, silver, bronze and silver. They're probably expecting Reinhardt's to be moving forward with their shield up and just standing there with their shields. If you play a more aggressive Reinhardt, you'll probably do well. Um, like shit, you could do that shit in gold. Like in gold, they're also not expecting Reinhardt's to come in and fuck up their day. Um, they're expecting I mean, I the you. Monte Cristo from the All Star Weekend, Reinhardt. Yeah, just shield up and that's it. Like I can't tell you how many times I've gotten my ultimate as Reinhardt in gold within 30 seconds of the match starting. Yep. Uh, because you just kill that many people. But the, like, here's a problem with gold, right? Like, it used to be gold, right? Like the, the formula we used to do when we used to pull people or help people come from gold and silver, you know, right? It's like, okay, you pick, you know, what class you're going to pick, right? Are you going to be a DPS? Okay. If you're DPS then I'm going to tank, or, or if you're going to, if you're going to tank or a heal, I'll go ahead and DPS. And that combo will kind of work together. Now it feels like the teammates are so bad. Like I will literally kill three P like half the enemy team. I'll kill half of the enemy team. And then I die. There's five of my teammates left and they die to the three people who are, who are still left there, you know, like, and so it's, I, I don't know if it's because the population of overwatch has gotten smaller. So therefore it's taking players that are worse and putting them into gold or um, people are just getting more tilted on a regular basis and they are not playing properly. Uh, but, you know, back on topic in regards to you think that blizzards can do to help with the lower tier play, I think like harsher stance on throwers, levers and unmovable one tricks. They have to, this is another middle of the road thing they've been doing, you know, throwers, people are like, you know, when they first started the initiative, to to get to um you know help with toxicity you did feel the effect a little bit right you felt the effect of people throwing less people leaving less and that effect has gone away people like th- people throw all the time with no issue people leave and they just don't care um especially in the first week and the last week of the season it it, it appears um they just they just don't care and then the one tricks man like it's one thing if you're a one trick and being effective, but people are one tricks and they're not being effective. I was just and they won't switch. That. Yeah, I was just that's a- what I'm talking about. The unmovable one trick. If you're a one trick and you're actually being effective, right? Like I have played with Torb one tricks that were very effective at what they do. They, they play still, Torb all the time, but they still shouldn't be a Torb one. Oh, I'm not promoting if you're it, gonna Bob, be, I'm just saying. If, <laughs> if you're gonna be a one trick, you need to be a meta pick. If you're not a meta pick and you're a one trick, you're an asshole. That's my personal stance. Okay. Well, like I said, like I played with Torbjorn mains that were not bad at the game, you know, and they 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 uh they did well uh, with their with their character, and so it doesn't mind. But if you're ca- but too, if you're getting like, trashed, if you're getting trashed and you're getting knocked around, like they are countering you, you need to get off the character. You know, yeah, if you're Farah and we have a and we don't have a mercy and they have a widow, get off of Farah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I, well, and like I like you're preaching to the choir here about the Torb thing. Like if there's a Torb one trick on my team, I try and empower him and try and get the team to pick with him, but I still think he's an asshole. You know what right. I mean? Like you still think but that. I wanna but I wanna win. So I try win, and right. do the best thing that I can do to win. 
But if you're one-tricking a character that's not meta in the current meta, you're probably an asshole. I wouldn't say that necessarily, though, because you get a lot of people that pick up a character or learn the character and just get really fucking good with them. Um, I forget who the guy was. That one guy that was a May main before May was half semi-meta again, and he was phenomenal. And he pissed us off as an enemy team, but he was yep. just the literal carry for okay. his team. And you get people that are like that, and if they're doing their job, if they're being really effective uh, with that character, then... I wouldn't say they're an asshole. They're just good with their character. But like Josh said, if they are not, if they're getting hard countered, if they're not doing their job as their character, uh, then it's time to switch off and have a backup character. All right. Well, personally, I'm a badass Ryan. Ryan's not as good, right? Like right now. So I've been playing a lot of Monkey and a lot of Ur and a lot of Ur Orissa, not doing. Near as much as I could do on Ryan, but Ryan's not the right pick when Wrecking Ball is coming in and disrupting. So it would be dumb to one-trick him now. It was smart all of last season, and it got me to Masters. Extremely smart. It would be dumb. It would be kind of a rude move to do to you guys now. Yeah, but if you were a highly effective Ryan, even in the off-meta, then nobody would really complain. Nope. Right. Not dead. Have you played with Deathblow? Do you like do you No? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. not necessarily in our six stack, but if you're going in the solo queue <laughs> and you, and you go pick, to solo queue, yeah, maybe. So. Yeah, that's you pick what we're Ryan talking about job. here. Like we're primarily talking about solo queue and duo queue stuff like that. We're not talking about six stacking. Um Another thing that I think will help the game across the board, but especially in lower tiers, is an enhanced scoreboard. It's about fucking time. Like, this right. shit's ridiculous that we don't have an enhanced scoreboard, that we can't see what everybody else is doing, because you can make more informed decisions. You're st- is it going to fix decisions. everything? No, but it will most certainly help. It will <laughs> more to firepower things. to be toxic against that asshole DPS that's doing nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you will. But at the same time, like some people will use it just to be toxic and some people will use it to actually look at it and analyze like, well, okay, what's going on? Here's the actual problem. We're not getting enough damage out, you know. All right, or at least go, give us that I'll go for with you. stacks. That would be that would be a, by itself a huge help. You know, if you gave that to stacks because obviously yeah. they're really against toxicity because of the hidden profile thing. Uh, so I won't see them putting that into the into the game as is for solo queue, but if, for stacks. If, oh, if the problem with scoreboards was actually toxicity, we'd see massive toxicity in more games. We'd see way more toxicity in Counter Strike, way more toxicity in Call of Duty, way more toxicity in Hero of the Storm. But those have average levels of toxicity. Overwatch toxicity is through the fucking roof. It's <laughs> you know? I mean it's down a shit ton, man. I mean they have the they had the um the stats and that was just I mean just it's like down six a ton weeks ago. It's down a ton, but still outrageous compared to other communities. It is. Uh yeah, which I honestly like thought the Counter Strike community I, I honestly thought the Counter Strike community would be the most toxic community I have ever been in. I wasn't in the League of Legends community, but that was also pretty bad too. But John, the Overwatch community yeah, takes it the was cake. more toxic. You had people team killing, you included. 
I didn't TK. Well, actually, I did TK. Yes, so. you did. You've told <laughs> stories about it. We could have people go back and watch Sport Radio and listen. I didn't TK in competitive games, though. Um, yeah, that's much. Yeah, much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, no. Overwatch toxicity is definitely worse than what it was in Counter Strike. Um, well, like the said, problem, I can't speak on League of Legends. So, right now, if I had to choose, I'd say take away the scoreboard completely. Take away, mm-hmm. take away medals. They're fucking worthless. Take away it all. But if you're talking enhancing it and making it things that actually matter, like uh, finishing blows, like why is that not a medal? Why is eliminations a medal when you have to do one damage to a person to get that elimination along with everybody else it's the goddamn it's the goddamn team trophy like it it's it's so dumb like have killing blows you actually made a difference you ended the life of this character and actually made a difference on your team who cares how many eliminations you had like Lucio can get top eliminations just because he's spamming the entire time. It's just like if we're gonna go, go I either mean, it's common a lot more Winston. or none. Yeah, Winston too. Like either go super in depth with it or just take it out. I'll take it out. Like you need that information to make good decisions. Like you need to be able to look no, at your damage. As you a need to be able to look at you, but the rest of the team. In solo queue, duo queue, maybe not. No, like no, like stop handling the community with kid gloves. <laughs> like stop, yeah, like, stop doing it. That's, that's why we're way. in the situation we're in right now. Go like, either stop way. The community. Go either way more info or way less. Okay, Those so are first the two of all, ways I already that said I think it more can info. work. But the, yeah. the, the disagreement we're having is whether or not everybody should be able to see it or not. So nobody's <laughs> talking about, you know, I already said more info because oh, no. more info is better. Okay, yeah. I'm, the, no, what I'm saying is I agree with you there on more, but I also ag- agree that just taking it out would be f- would be completely fine too. I think both are fine. Do one of them. What we have is not good. Uh, if you take it completely out, then... It takes out part of the essence of what a game is actually supposed to do. Uh, video games by themselves as a core product are meant to make you feel accomplished. It's, it brings certain buzzers in your brain you like, oh, cool, I did a thing. To I mean, win that's just the, the game. Right. It doesn't but, matter what medals you had along the way. If you, play th- to if win you talk the about game. video game theory and how to build a competent game, you have to think about those mental stimulations, those things like that. Metals are meant to do that. It brings the right little bells and whistles in your head, which is probably why they went with the limbs rather than... Um, rather than yeah, to make everybody feel good. Make you feel good about what you're doing. Yeah, and it, it's Yay. effective. It does a good job of making you, oh, I got, I got five golds, even though somebody else also has three of those golds. It still makes you feel really awesome when you have five golds. That's... Yeah. Definitely by, by itself is what they're doing. In it's my, the right bells and whistles in your head. And in my scenario where you take away everything, you don't take it away from the player. The player still can see their own. I'm saying for the team, for everybody seeing it, you either take 
it all away so they can't see what everybody else is doing or you give them more information. So you're saying like the end of game medals, things like that, take that away, but still let you see your own yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Okay, that's that's the clarification that I think both John and I were missing there. Yeah. Yeah, and what I'm saying is that they need, they like your team, if you're going to play in quick play, fine, whatever. Leave it out of quick play, right? But in competitive, like we're not talking about having fun here. We're talking about playing a game competitively, and you need information to make informed decisions. Like you can use that information. That's why I play that the most. You can use information to not be toxic. (laughs) You know, you can use information (laughs) like you take a look at it and say, okay, look at like you could look at who like you know what the actual top damage is because right now, if you're a healer per se, right? Um you probably don't have metals. You just have your damage number, but you have no idea how much damage is actually being output. Like literally, you could have 2,000 damage. Somebody could have 2,001 damage. Somebody could have 2,002 damage. Somebody could have 2,003 damage. That's why we're always asking each other during the six. I'm like, hey, are you... We keep coming back to six stacks. (laughs) I'm saying that's why we ask during the six (laughs) is is because we want to know that. We're not going to ask a fucking stranger, hey... Like that's just gonna piss them off and make them toxic. I'm I'm saying that that's why we ask that is because we want to know how close everything is. Right. Exactly. I'm so, agreeing uh, with <laughs> you. I'm adding to your point. Yeah. Like that. Like yeah. Exactly. So uh, you just triggered me because I'm like, stop talking about six decks. <laughs> like um, the you like you can uh, in competitive you need that information. So maybe you can make a change. Maybe if you're playing a tank. Uh, instead of you know being a diva or um, something, well, I'm trying to think because diva does put out decent damage. But let's just say like you switch from diva to roadhog because you want to be able to output that much more damage. You know what I'm saying? Like I think um, you can make the decisions for yourself to help the team based off of the information that you see. And like I said, it doesn't. You will it will be, some people be toxic about it? But like oh, yeah, you're doing shit. Like look at this. People already do that now. Like, you're not healing me. Like, you know, your, your heels suck, you know. And actually, <laughs> yeah. it might help you because when somebody tells you that your heels suck or when they say that your heels suck and they hit that tab button, like, oh, I guess this heels doesn't suck. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, I'm maybe, the you're going place. away from the team and I'm not <laughs> being able to hear you because you're peeling away by yourself all the fucking time, you I, asshole. And yeah. that information <laughs> would be a good ammunition for a, a healer. I will say I, I agree with what Big Juicy Hog is saying is people need to get called on their bullshit and stats help with that. Yeah, well, and like people said, get called you know, themselves on their bullshit. I mean, I but I will say like on tanks and stuff, I don't really use the the metals. Like it's really only and even heals because most of the healers are more about their uh, what they do for the team uh, and not really about what they output heals and like. The damage blocked is a fucking joke. Is a fucking joke stat, and so I really only use the damage and e limbs medals when I'm playing DPS. And if I'm not silver or higher, I'm like, all right, I need to make a switch. I need to switch to something that's, that's going to work. Right? Yeah. As a tank, it's definitely a bit harder because you don't want to see that you have, unless you're like Reinhardt. Well, actually, as a tank, I think you never want to see that you have gold. DPS when you're playing certain tanks, it's a bit more acceptable. Like if you're playing like Reinhardt or something like that. Right. It uh, feels you know, good to have got gold damage. I don't want to ever point it out to people because I don't want to make them salty, but 
It feels it's good. Little, it's a little different, like when you're Reinhardt or uh, you know certain tanks. But yeah, but that's the thing. Like you in competitive play, you do need that information to make good decisions. Like you just that information would be very helpful to make good decisions. That's what I'm saying. Just put it on scoreboard. And what Hog is saying is correct. Like just have both teams up there. I mean. Every other game does that shit, you know. Here's the storm does it, and people point shit out all the time. I know? have screenshots like, after right. screenshots after screenshots of B in World of Warcraft battlegrounds. Top damage by twice. Top damage by twice. Top damage by twice. But what's it worth, really? What's it worth? I mean, well, first of all, you're talking about PvP in World of Warcraft. You're not playing that competitively. Um, I mean, that <laughs> was, that, it was battlegrounds it was competitive it was pvp it was battlegrounds though yeah you know, I, mean, right? I, like, I was also a gladiator in arena and i have all these different screenshots of it saved but like what does that really matter it's just about winning the game but if you do less but you do your job right you still won the game you still played your role that's that's why i think Overwatch is different than so many other games because it truly is a team game. I mean, the center in a NFL team doesn't ever get any praise, but that dude do some work. He does some work, man. Right, and it doesn't necessarily work for every role. I mean, there are certain statistics that you can bring think, in that might help with their play, uh, but you're right. Like, some certain tanks may not need that information, but for everyone else, for a straight DPS like a Winnemaker... Mostly those are valuable DPS. stats for healers. Those are valuable stats. Widow's um, not. It's not viable though. Widow, I mean, literally well, we, only not, like killing blows would be a viable stat. Yeah, like I mean, it's a, it is a valuable stat. stat though. Or even damage. If she's body shot city and no one's following up on it, then she's like, I'm doing so much damage, but have no limbs. I need Winston go in there and tickle these people I'm shooting, or folk or the diver. I don't think I've these ever people seen. that I'm hitting on. I don't think I've ever seen a widow as top damage, though. I don't think they can do it. I'm just you saying, if they're putting out a lot of damage for a widow or getting a ton of body shots, you know, that's information that people can use. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if you're going to give, if you want to do the information, just give more. Like, you just need more. It'll be harder to parse out. People will make mods to parse it out for us. Do that. So, like, one stat you could add in for, okay, specifically, I've just been playing a lot of Rhine, so that's what I'm going to use. Right. One stat you could add in. Remember when they took away Junkrat's damage on Junkrat and everybody's, but specifically Junkrat, it was huge. Uh, the damage on shields. Right. And yeah. it was shield damage or player damage. Now, if you could do a Reinhardt thing, damage blocked to people. So they know that the bullet would have went through and hit this person behind your shield. They say you blocked this much damage to a person. So then you would see the Ryans that just block damage going to no one but them. You know what I mean? Like, that would be a useful fucking stat. I don't right, know that well, that would take a lot of computational power, though. Yes, it would. It would, it you, would take a lot. But that's what I'm saying need, would be a good stat. Right. And, you know, sure, you can still have individual stats that only you can see. I, I get that. But the overall stats they should be showing are stuff that can help the team. I mean, at the end of the day... Damage stats and healing stats are extremely important because that means you're putting out a ton of damage. Like, well, not just damage stats, but also like killing, like you know, actual, actual like team eliminations, like killing blows, like you were saying, because that means you're putting damage on the killing other team. blows is huge. 
But the yeah. but the damage stat is so hard because you're only getting gold or silver based on the six person team that you have. So how are you supposed to know on average how much damage you should have by the end of the first point? You took it with half of the time left. How are you supposed to know how much damage you should have? And you have to factor in what comp they have and how much health they have. So it's just, it's such a hard thing to actually quantify. It's just, it just basically tells you if you're outperforming your team. And that's what, that's why it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Between killing blows damage and healing if you're having a problem because people aren't just going to look at the stats and make decisions and make changes if you're doing well right that's not going to come up but if you're having trouble getting past the team moving past the team you can look at the stats and you can kind of see maybe like where you're falling because the thing is if all of your stats are high like let's say you have high healing as a team you have high damage as a team even even getting good limbs as a team that means now okay well, we're doing all the right things. Maybe we're just not executing properly. You can extrapolate, you know, uh, scenarios from that data. So maybe you could add in even a thing. Maybe you could add in a thing where it would show you gold damage on your team, but then on the right it would say average gold damage at this point in this map across your rank. Like show that in quotes. So you'd see I mean, if you're behind could. or or you're in front. Uh, that- that may or may not help. I think the biggest thing that would help massively throughout the entire game would be something like uh, seeing what characters on the enemy team have killed you the most. Um, say, like, you've been killed by Zenyatta three times, so take care of the fucking Zenyatta, or you've been, <laughs> right. or you've been killed by problem. the Genji, and he's diving in your back line. Genji's killed you five times or something like that. Well, maybe well, we need to counter. Now, usually there is a mercy maid saying, guys, Gitchy just killed me again. Well, that's why hog <laughs> is saying like big juicy hog and Terry saying that you should both show both team stats. Cause if you can see that the enemies in Yada has a bunch of killing blows, uh, you got some problems. Like, you know who the yeah. problem is on that team, <laughs> you know, you know who the problem is on that team. Like, I mean, that's how other games work. When Dude, you look yeah, at if you're playing yeah. Counter Strike five v five, and you see, you know, the enemy team, somebody has two kills, three kills, four kills, yeah, and then like the fifth guy sixty nine has killed you twelve times. Exactly. Like if you see that, you know, I completely agree with you there. You know, like seeing it on the enemy team would be huge. Yeah, like you know that that information can help you make good decisions. See who you need to target. See, like, okay, maybe, like, okay, we need to switch to dive, and we need to get this motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we need to do. <laughs> get his like, ass. Okay. Exactly. Like, having an enhanced scoreboard, like, actually, maybe that's, like, the next point. Like, I mean, the Overwatch team needs to stop handling this community and this game with kid gloves. They want this game to be a serious esport. And you can't do that with the middle of the road balancing philosophy. You can't do that while handling the community with kid gloves. Like, you just... You just can't do it. Treat it like an eSport. Make it competitive. I'm telling you, you're not going to get a huge mass exodus of players. You're just not going to get a mass exodus of players. You know, right. more, so than, more so than what you have already had. Um, right. You know, players that will even come back, shit like that. I, um, I, go ahead, Bob. Sorry. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, the last thing I want to bring up, and I'm going to sound like a broken record on this one, is this one actually addresses the toxicity in the community to a degree. Um, 
everything else I've brought up is really more about like balance and information mechanics to help in the actual game itself, help players play a little bit better. Uh, but this is something I brought up several times, but they really do need to give the community tools to help police itself. Because like I said, toxicity has become, it, it became a monster of its own making because it was left unchecked for so long. Let's remember that console did not even have a reporting system until, you know, after a year after the game had already launched. And then when they did have the reporting system, uh, if something were to happen, you know, like let's say you got banned or whatever, the, the Blizzard and the whatever console you were on would bounce between the two saying, oh, no, you got to talk to Blizzard about that. Oh, you got to talk to Microsoft about that. Um, LFG helped for sure. LFG definitely helped, I think, even in lower ranks. When you're playing with lower tier players, like you are still going to have a problem with mechanics and execution, but you're going to, you know, you're still going to have more people talking on chat. It's a little less toxic, you know, stuff like that. Um, the next step is a guild system or a, a, a team system, organization system, whatever they want to call it. That's the next step because. And, and as long as they give you incentives to joining a guild, per se, you right. know, because then people will want to be in guilds. They're going to want to be in good guilds. And if their behavior is not representative of what that guild is, then, you know, then that's what, you know, you, you're, uh, you'll have, you have a more direct consequence to your action. Right now, nobody cares about getting reported. Nobody, nobody cares about getting reported right now. And the endorsements did help. Not I also, the big Juicy Hog makes a good point. What'd you say? Said not even XQC cares. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about getting. Uh, nobody cares about discipline from Blizzard. That's a problem. <laughs> that is a, that is a really big problem. Nobody cares about discipline from Blizzard. So they need I want to know more... how Fun Bobby never got reported. Mm. I'll report you I know right I'm now. Probably, I mean, I know I'm on, on my <laughs> recently renamed account. I'm probably getting avoided. <laughs> to be honest, you with a lot, but you, uh, yeah, you definitely, they definitely need to. Like, I think the guild system will give you a more direct, uh, it was the word, consequence to to actions. That, and I also think they need a player rating system that can go negative. Yep, I right. agree they with you a, there. They need a player rating system that can go negative, and I think that could should affect your matchmaking. To be perfectly honest with you, Libra's Island, let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you get enough bad reports down you go you know <laughs> and that will negatively affect one tricks it will negatively affect one tricks but guys we've talked about for so long overwatch is a game about picking and counter picking it really shouldn't be one tricking you can but you shouldn't you know unfortunately and I, it really sucks because the sr system does actually uh it's in your favor if you one trick because then you're going to be really good at that character. So if you lose, you're going to lose less SR. If you win, you're going to gain more SR. You know, because you're so you're you're really good at the character. Your stats should probably be pretty high on that character. Well, so at the least they fixed the thing where it would give you more SR based on how many people play the character. At least they fixed that. Yeah, they they did fix that a bit. Um, even though I am curious as to what's going on, because a couple games last week, I was getting SR in the teens for playing Hammond. And 
with better stats. Those matches that I was winning were better stats than the day before with Hammond. Like it, just, was, it was crazy. It just depends on what stats they mark that character as the most important. You know what I mean? Right. Well, the thing is, like, one day, day one, let's call it, I was getting, like, 26 to 30 SR per game on Hammond. Day two, I'm getting 14 SR on a win when I'm actually doing better in terms of stats and stuff like that. So, you know so. what's funny? Something that I watched hardcore, especially in uh, in the high diamond where I was making the push to Masters, I made it a point because I noticed it always, if I took a point, if I was just standing on the point, if I wasn't on fire, I would be on fire as soon as that point capped, as long as I was on it, right? Yeah. So I just started really trying to get the gold, uh, you know, on objective time. Yeah, objective time. My SR gains when I had gold objective time were through the roof. Now, this is just playing Reinhardt, so I don't know if it correlates to every character, but. It was night and day. It was like 20s opposed to teens in the wins. And sometimes I just couldn't do that. But I made it a point to try and do that. And it was huge for my gaining. Mm. Uh, yeah, because I would say that, that probably is different for different characters because it's a little unfair for flankers, like people who aren't supposed yeah. to be on the point. Sombras, Genjis, like Tracers. That. Tracers. Tracers yeah. should never be on the point. Tracers should be on the point. But <laughs> she is her. a lot. Unless she's and dropping gold. pulse bomb. Right, right. Yeah, but I do think they need to focus on giving the community tools to police itself a bit better. And I, they're obviously worried about it because they're worried about toxicity. They're worried about backlash. They're worried about people not feeling welcome. Um, most of your, I mean, most of your problem you're going to run into is probably going to be in competitive with that. But then again, it is competitive. That's that's the difference. It's the whole competitive. Thing you and I said a long, long, long time ago. We talked I about to throw this fucking pin at my monitor. Please stop doing that. We talked about <laughs> having. I'm going to sing it all if you keep saying stop. We 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 Don't talked make me about fly to Colorado, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, that, dude. That I mean, you're just gonna make me want to do it more because I want you over here, man. <laughs> Go try out all the restaurants right here. But back to the back to the subject. What we talked about a long time ago was having to play a certain amount of QP on each character before you're even allowed to pick it in comp. Now. That would cause problems because you really would have one tricks because they'd get one character to cop and be like, oh, I can play cop with this character. But it would would help out things in another way, but hurt things in another way. It's it's a complicated no, issue. It is, but I think no, it's still it's still a good idea. I never gave up on that idea. That idea is still fucking phenomenal. I think they should still give every character a level. You should get character-specific loot boxes for leveling that character. Go ahead, Bob. And then you can't start comp until you have at least five characters. You have at least five characters worked up. So then you at least can switch between five characters and you're not screwing your team because you only have Symmetra worked up. Exactly. I think it would be even better if you had to have at least two characters from each class. There's only three classes now, so that's like six that. characters. Two characters from each class 
where you have the, you get them up to level five. Yes, exactly, Nataku. Uh, Hots. That's exactly where I got the idea from. It's not a Ja original. I'm sorry for failing you guys, but that's it's an excellent idea for Hots. Now, don't I mean, get me wrong. We did have the idea like well over a year ago. Well, yeah, Hots was already doing that though. But um, the thing about Hots, like, it was a little annoying. Like while I was doing it, like I was like, well, I just want to play Zagara. That's the only character I actually want to play is Zagara. But I got to play these other characters. But you know what? It comes in handy now that I'm playing as a good. I have my, you know, my my characters. I can get into competitive now. And when I do play Zagara, I know about these other characters that I had to play. You know, that I got to level five already. Like, I knew I knew about that. And I'm pretty sure for Hots, it's 14. 14 characters to level five before you can actually play in competitive. Oh, and I Jesus. know about them, so I know how to counter them. I know what their abilities are, and it really helps me with my Zagara play. One of the reasons I don't play Hots competitive that much is as soon as I get into a game, I have to apologize to my team, like, "Hey, I'm going to pick Zagara. Sorry, like that's 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 what's going <laughs> mean, to happen." <laughs> I mean, and that and that makes sense because it wasn't until I had a hundred hours in the game and. Play and play time on several different characters until I actually started to have success in comp. I mean, I was that guy in comp. I was that guy you hate, that guy that doesn't understand what dive means. I was that guy that trickled constantly. I was that guy that did everything wrong. And it took literally a hundred hours before I really started to get it and it started to click. Right. Right, no, no, I, I got you. That makes sense. Like, um, too bad there's not an educational resource to help people with that, or will there be? Like Visor.gg. <laughs> well, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but thanks, Bob. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, yeah, you you definitely need to. You oh, Bob, uh, big juicy hog is saying ten hours in each class. That really depends on how much Overwatch you play. But then again, if you're gonna play competitive. That would actually deter a lot of people who shouldn't be playing competitive from playing. It would help out a lot, like because I probably shouldn't have played competitive really until at least sixty to seventy hours in, like at least sixty to seventy hours into the game. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, as a competitive somebody who plays competitive, I'd probably be more invested in competitive. Um, And kill Smurfs. Yes, that's the next thing I was going to say. That kills Smurfs. Yes, it does. Yes, but you like, got to gotta... think, though, that also kills new player base. Uh, you got new players coming in that just, you know, they want to play the game. They want to be competitive about it. I mean, 60 hours, that's an entire, that's a whole last game. That is. So, yeah, 60 hours, so, I think it's too long. Yes. You allow them in the whatever competitive season is running. Competitive Lucio Ball, competitive 3v3, competitive 6v6. It's still yeah, gets them in. I mean, they they do want to retain players, and if you get a new player that comes in, they want to play comp. They want to try it out with their friends in comp. Uh, I mean, the word of mouth is one of the biggest things that brings in new players, new pe- new people. I mean, do you, you want know, good which, comp games, or you do what people? I Blizzard wants people. Yeah, they want I bodies playing that. their game. They want but, bodies playing their game. They want people, people spending money on their game. Quick play before. I mean, well, yeah. what what would be best for the community and what's best for the bottom line are not always one and the same. 
that's that's where I'm coming from here. Well, yeah, that's why there's such a huge conflict. That you you are 100% correct, but we are the thing is they're talking about what's best for the bottom line. They have an internal conflict there because they want the game to be taken seriously as a competitive game, right. you know, as as an esport. But it's kind of tough to do that, especially in in, in lower ranks, well, <laughs> you know, because let's just clarify something. It is being taken seriously and as a competitive e-sport it's the first e-sport to ever appear on espn one so it definitely has done that so mm, street the, fighter is the first it's one the first one, one to appear on espn one i was not the one that reported it. espn reported it in their article and espn one like the flagship the flagship station and it's the first game to sign a multi-year deal not just a tournament deal so it definitely is being taken serious as an esport well that doesn't mean it's being taken serious at esport that means that activision has a lot of reach with mlg and a lot of money <laughs> that's what that means i'm not saying that overwatch league isn't is it is a joke of the lol e-sport. doesn't that lol didn't do that so they probably weren't even aiming for it to be perfectly honest with you I mean, I don't know. It, yeah, it's definitely being taken serious, but I get, I get that we can make it better. But let's not discount the extremely, the extreme success that the Overwatch League is. Well, the thing is, like they, they definitely got on a bunch of channels like ESPN, Disney XD, and stuff like that. But the ratings weren't what they expected. That was also what was reported. Oh, they were. Um, yeah, they were. A, extremely high what do you like it was like three times what twitch had ever posted That's twitch we're talking about on tv we're talking yeah, about television but, ratings yeah okay yeah there was uh yeah yeah there was That's one because of this the days that the be- prime time yeah. was a little was a little T- low compared to prime times that had been in that slot before the thing about esports i mean tv doesn't necessarily matter i mean it's nice to have stuff on tv but television is not king when it comes to esports online streaming is it's more accessible you know you, you you can interact better like that's that's why that's why like you know anybody getting on tv doesn't really i'm not gonna say it doesn't matter don't get me wrong but to pour a ton of resources to make it to put it on television i just don't think uh it's necessarily worth it especially at this point right now but to people like that invest in stuff like that saying that hey we have this on the espn that definitely, you know, does help. But in terms of the community and or the esports communities in general, you know, when you have a bug in your World Cup, you know, like the one that Hammond has right now with the dual damage, that really takes away from the legitimacy of the results. Same thing with the uh, Earth Shatter, where, you know, earth shatter going through shields you know or not working at all it questions the legitimacy of the rankings and comp like now if you hit that if you it was like luck sometimes whether you would hit that bug or not where you can do a bad earth shatter and still get the results you're looking for you know what i'm saying like that that puts a question I don't think mark anybody on the, was ever wait was anybody ever complaining about doing a bad earth shatter and Getting results yeah. or doing that a good was of, earth that shatter was, and not getting results because that that's what I the, thought it was. That's one of the that's one of the bugs they fixed in the last patch where somebody would earth shatter and it would go through a shield. 
That's that was one of the uh, ones that I fixed. yeah, I only saw where they just added more ground that Ryan could get shatter. That's the only thing that I saw played out. I have definitely showed you videos of that happening. But um <laughs> yeah, we have actually we talked about it like a, like at least 5 6 episodes ago where we had that whole thread yeah, of Lionheart and they just had it. video after video after video. But what they we, fixed like they though wasn't videos. that though. I didn't see any like I didn't see anything on that. I only saw them It's in the patch notes. We had the same exact conversation last week. Yeah, Rob. no, I yeah, <laughs> I only saw them fix the thing. Like I saw many video things of it where Earthshatter on live does not hit this bot around this corner, but it does hit this bot around this corner on the new one. That's why I was like, about, oh, it's just a bonus. But I didn't hear notes. anything about the I didn't hear anything about going through shields. You had to because we talked about it in the patch notes last week. That's the, that is a patch note that that it doesn't like that if it, it hits a shield, it doesn't go through it. That is a patch note on the PTR. Um so yeah, but like uh man, I don't even know how we got into that conversation about, you know, Ryan Shatter. That was all over the place. Uh but the yeah, to to wrap up that topic, I do think that one of the big things they need to do is add community tools for it to help police itself at the end of the day. Um we're not going to go over the healer meta stuff this week. We're going to save that for next week more than like I mean, the way Overwatch is going right now, it doesn't seem to be a ton of news happening. Anyway, I do want to address this community question, though. Like I said, I got one from Twitch uh, from Mind of Mercy. He says, uh, Hey, Church Ja, I was wondering if you've heard of this YouTuber, FTK Computer. His, uh, it says, a high channel, but I think it's his. His channel is mostly about the life of a sim main. I didn't know it was that it was this bad for Symmetra players. Please watch some because I want your opinion. Thanks for your time. So I did watch the video. And I will never endorse harassing a player, even if they are a main. Like they, they're they're a main, and they're not talking. Like I'm just kind of like, you know what? Just take the L and let it go. You know, I never will har- uh, condone harassing a player, um, which is what was going on a lot in the video that you sent me. On the other side of that, though. You know me, I don't endorse one tricking either, and I'm not victim blaming here. But you know, if that person is really interested in in winning, they may uh they probably should have switched off a little earlier um in the game, you know, to help out their team a bit more. But I guess at the at the end it didn't matter because they're the person who was in Yada. Uh, who's doing the the bulk of the complaining? Then goes Genji and does terribly. Like he was complaining about the DPS, and then he went Genji and was getting slapped around. So I wouldn't have really. I guess at the end of the day, it really wouldn't have helped. But um, no, like I don't. I I think it, it really sucks for you know people who you know main characters uh, to have to deal with that on a regular basis. Have to deal with that toxicity. Even though I don't support them only playing one character, you'd probably have less people maining if people were a bit more civil about their discourse with it, you know what I'm saying? Like you could probably reason with them a little bit better, but like when somebody comes at you the way that other player did, it's like, why switch? Like, no, fuck you. Like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. It's this thing that I say, man, if you're going to one trick, one trick, something that's meta. Hey, uh, I mean, question for you. mm -hmm. You're talking about the, uh, Reinhardt 
barrier field decorative insignia no longer protrudes from shield's surface? Is that what you're talking no, about? I'm not talking about that. Let me pull up the patch notes. Have it up right yeah, because I've got to see uh, what you're talking about, about shields. You're oh talking God, about gotta, the one that just released today? No, I'm talking about the PTR patch notes from last week. Earth Shatter now will consistently hit enemies near a wall. No longer will hit enemies that enter damage cone after wave has passed that area. No longer will damage enemies behind barriers blocking it. Behind Even barriers, barrier not, is, but not shields. That's what the barrier that's what is. Mean, that's what they mean by barriers. Uh, they don't, I don't think so. Yeah, that's that is exactly, exactly what they mean. Listeners, <laughs> what they write, mean yeah, l- l- listeners write in because, no, I don't think that's what that means. Oh, give I think, me one second. Like every YouTube video that I watched was showing was showing walls. Corners. This is going to be an L for you, Bob. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> High Heart Shield is literally called Barrier want, Shield. I would have actually like I don't give a shit if I lose or not. I would have fucking I would have fucking be educated on it. <laughs> I don't give I'm a about shit to educate you if right I'm right now, or wrong, Bob. dude. I'm about to educate you right now. The I name of the ability are. The name of the ability is Barrier Field. Okay. Barrier field. That's what Reinhardt's shield is. It is a barrier field. Arissa puts out a barrier. Reinhardt puts out a barrier. Symmetra, Hershey puts a barrier across the entire screen. Shields are what go on to your body. That's like what is applied to a single person. Barriers are what you sh- is that red rectangle everybody keeps shooting into or doesn't shoot into and they should. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's, it, that's a barrier. Huh. I don't. I just don't understand why your Overwatch, Overwatch Central, every all the YouTubers discuss that. Nada. I. I just. I, I just don't get it. Uh, yeah. If I mean, they. If they did, then they're fucking wrong because Barrier <laughs> is literally a shield in Overwatch. Yeah, like we call it shield, but it's it, the technical term in Overwatch is barrier. Like that. That's that's what those are. Symmetra used to deploy a, a moving barrier. You know, yeah. now, here's the Overwatch wiki definition of barrier. A barrier is a semi intangible wall created by an ability. Almost all abilities and along with their effects, which are initiated by the enemy team, will be blocked by the barrier, but will not respect movement, blah, 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 block melee abilities. It's a fucking shield. Literally a picture of <laughs> Reinhardt's shield is next to the definition of barrier on the Overwatch yeah. wiki. Okay. Then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> then I was definitely reading that wrong. Because I didn't, yeah. uh, like, I literally, literally never have shattered and someone has their barrier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> literally never shattered and Reinhardt has his barrier up and I, I hit someone behind him. Literally never. So, oh, dude, I have one match. Hundreds of, of hours on <laughs> yeah. Reinhardt. Literally never. So it's that's got to be net code. That's got to be latency. But a bunch of Reinhardt's problem has probably all net code related because that like if you you never saw any of these problems, we saw that shit all the time. I have won and lost matches because of that. Because what would happen, right, is like I would go to shatter and a Reinhardt would just get his shield up. Like his shield would clearly be up right and boom shatter hits and the people behind him fall but he doesn't he doesn't know that they fell so he's probably expecting a return fire and i just charge him and you know kill him then turn around and kill his folks 
You know? That's why you should have had that rear view fucking mirror I've been calling for forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I literally did not know that. I just was thinking barrier was a was a wall or some. I thought barrier stood for wall or shield. Anything that you shouldn't be able to go around is what I thought it is what I thought it stood for. But I was definitely right. wrong. Well, Nakata, you said that the the uh, the new shatter is almost instant with no travel. And it actually does have a travel still. It does have a travel. That's one of the, the patch notes. That the that's one of the things they fixed because I actually have a video on Twitter of me getting hit with a with a Reinhardt shatter wave after the wave had already passed. Because here it is. It says where is it? Um, right. here we go. So, uh, no longer will hit enemies that enter the cone after the wave has passed, and also says will always travel up inclines and around the payload. So it does it. Right. But th- this is one of those times that I'm talking about. This Reinhardt would have killed me and probably stopped our uh, team from advancing forward because what happens is like we kind of backed him into a corner he shattered and nothing happens to me he shattered and after he shatters i then i i charge and i hit him i travel with him for like a minute not a minute but you know for a second or two and then I stop and fall because I got affected by the wave that had already passed, and he goes flying off the map. So we had the answer. <laughs> this is how Bob got masters. Bob has <laughs> has twelve pig at all times. If Kinder had twelve pig, maybe Kinder could get diamond. We solved oh, fuck it, you, Bob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I've definitely had people, and it was weird, like other weird problems too. Like I had people who would who would not be who would be directly in front of me not fall, but people around them fall. So yeah, like they they have to redo his his ability from and the ground up. I literally never see that. That's why we always have this disconnect in the in the in the podcast. But I've been <laughs> on, I've been on fiber for. Got almost a year now. And so I probably have never felt these woes like everybody else does. And it's probably crazy to listeners because they're like, I know this happens. Damn it, y'all tell him. <laughs> and I just, I don't see it because I just don't see it. If the, the only if time the I've code- saw a little bit of something weird is when I played on EU servers last season, playing with a buddy, DeFran. Good, uh, good uh, friend carries a lot. No, I'm just kidding. But the, uh-huh. like, I literally did a shatter and was like, that should have hit everybody. And then I watched the replay from my kill cam, and my shatter is at a completely different time. Right. It has a lot to do with the net code of the game. I, I have talked about it so much. I'm just not a fan of Overwatch's net code. Uh, trust the shooter is horseshit, you know. It, it really is. Um, but it has a lot to do with that. And you shouldn't have to require such a low ping to play the game accurately. I play at a, like an average of a 30 ping. 30 ping is good. That is a good, solid ping. And that should work for any, that should work for any game. You know what I'm saying? But because of the way that Overwatch plays, you know, like that just feels like too high latency. Like I don't know. It's I don't want to start speculating on why it's like that. I mean, they have to do like latency tests internally to see how it's working out. But it feels like they really don't. They don't see these bugs before you know it goes out. But that's a conversation for a different time. Um, but hopefully that was um, 
when I the, the answer I gave for the community question was uh, satisfactory. Um, mind of mercy. I do want to address one more thing since we're already over time anyway. Um, <laughs> this week on, or last week on Heroes Never Die, I was brought up on that show when they were talking about the Reinhardt fixes. Heroes <laughs> Never Die. You know, shout out to uh, to Totem and the and the guys and and, and the team. Um, and Totem, you know, they brought it like they brought up the fact that they, they said, oh, some podcasters are a bit more vocal about the Reinhardt, you know, bugs. And they were talking about me. You know, they brought me. And they was like, "Oh, Ja." And they're like, "Well, yeah, Ja." And Totem says, "You know, he brought up the fact that I said um, I don't think they should release another character until Reinhardt is fixed." And he said he thinks that's silly. Now, I'm not going to argue his opinion. He's more than entitled to his opinion. I don't have a problem with that. But I did want to talk about why I said that, and that's just not hyperbole, by the way. That's I honestly believe that should be a top priority of the Overwatch team instead of creating another character. And this is why I think that. Um. Reinhardt is one of the most important characters in this game, even when he's not necessarily in meta. Like Reinhardt is like, I don't think there's been a single time in Overwatch where Reinhardt just wasn't played, right? Like even when he wasn't like a, a high meta pick, he was still being played. He could still be an effective character. And Reinhardt, uh, his Earth Shatter and even his charge can be a game making or breaking event. Him do like deploying the earth shatter or the earth shatter being blocked can be, you can win or lose a game off of that. There's, there's not too many characters in the game that have a kit that is that their kit is game making or breaking. You know what I'm saying? That's a and long stun. Yeah. Like there's not a, there's, there are a lot of games lost at all tiers because Ryan got a fat shatter in. Or there is games one because Reinhardt put his shield up at the exact time. Like he played, he drew out an earth shatter and got the shield it's down the in time. Biggest part of ride play. One of the biggest. Exactly. Or charging somebody at the right time, getting the right person charged. Like you could just completely take somebody out from their team. Like a Reinhardt can be defending his team. And if you just. You charge him at the right time and you take him away from his team. It's like, oh shit, we're naked. You know, it's like it's it, it's yeah, a huge problem. You don't have those type of plays with Orissa. Orissa, you have to completely work. There's no big like Orissa. Is it Orissa's like the quarterback that's just doing the checkdowns, that's never throwing interceptions, but not the one that's throwing that fucking eighty yard bomb. Right, exactly. So, like, Reinhardt is a high-impact character, and him not working properly does it does question the legitimacy of the of of rankings a bit. It does, like, it does question the legitimacy, legitimacy of rankings because people getting people winning games they shouldn't have because Earth Shatter went through a barrier, or people losing games because Earth Shatter went through a barrier. Or, you know, getting killed because instead of charging their target, it just knocks them out of the way. I mean, you like, you know, sometimes a, a well-placed charge can save your life as Reinhardt if you're able to charge the character that's actually attacking you. You know what I'm saying? But to just knock them away. I mean, I've done it. I have gotten caught in charges that should have actually kept me on Reinhardt. But instead of, um, you know, actually pinning me. It knocked me away as a McCree or a soldier. I just shot Reinhardt in the back, you know, once he got, you know, got uh, knocked, you know, once he knocked me away. So, 
Yeah, that that's why I think like he's a super high impact character. And that's why I any like it, it'll probably be pretty difficult for a new character to come in and be as high impact as Reinhardt has been for the entire existence of Overwatch. He's too important of a character to not have working 100%, his most important moves working 100%. It shouldn't be a gamble. So that's why I honestly do think I like I I kind of I until charge is fixed, I I don't want to see a new character. Hopefully they have charge fixed soon. It's not like it's going to happen. It's not like they're not going to release a new character until Overwatch is, you know, until Reinhardt is fixed. But that's why I, uh, you know, that's why I think that way. So I'll have um, to say, like I yeah, said, I, yeah, I, I agree with you on it should be fixed. Yeah. Well, I think everybody agrees it should be fixed. I think it's just <laughs> the degree of what help the steps that should be taken, you know, <laughs> uh, to, to get Reinhardt fixed. But I do feel like it should be just a much higher priority than it is because uh, you know it to me it's game breaking i feel well, like you, at least half the kit is fixed now it, 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 yeah. it might be a higher priority <laughs> than we even know like what they said initially when they were working on it was they had to rebuild it from the ground up and from at least the animation it looks like they did completely re like rebuild it oh yeah well i agree i'm not saying they I, I didn't say that they uh, made it a low priority, but let's be real. You didn't you, say pimping ain't easy. Yeah, let's be real. Like <laughs> this has been a problem for the past two character releases, at least. Actually, a little bit before that, it started getting really noticeable. Before break, like you know, right Once before Brigitte. Ryan came back into the meta, is when it, people noticed it more. Same exactly. with uh, right. Anna's sleep dart hitbox, which is the size of a oversized beast. Now, <laughs> I actually did test that, and I have footage of it. Um, at least for characters not moving in, in, on the training ground against AI, the hitbox is actually very well defined, like extremely well defined. Uh, it that's doesn't probably seem that a big at all. Issue. So well, yeah, that's about- what I'm thinking. Is it's netcode? They're talking about a video we watched where an Anna shot the sleep dart, missed, hit the ground, but basically the hit marker, it bounced off the ground, touched the player, and the player got knocked out. So but we're we thinking watched about some type the video of because issue. I was bitching about how huge right. the Anna hitbox was. <laughs> right. So yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like it, this has been a problem for a while, and if it was a really high, and if it was actually a truly high priority. It would have been fixed. It shouldn't have taken five months to fix because you got three months between characters, and then what? Let's say uh, Hammond was released in July, and it's the end of August. So let's just say five months. You know. So, but yeah, like I, uh, that that's why I, I think that way. But it's not like you know my dreams are going to come through here. So I don't think anybody has anything <laughs> to worry about. Well, so. we do have a few devs that listen to the show. At least. At least follow us, so maybe. Uh, yeah, a, a boy can dream, or maybe they could just <laughs> probably just say, I wish he would shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like he uh, doesn't know what he's talking about. I, I hope so. the guys that worked on the net code, they just like listen to us. It's like, fuck these guys, man. Jesus. Yeah, they're like, hey, I like this kinder guy, but that John, Bob, fuck those guys. Dude, <laughs> I, you know, I don't design games, I don't design net code, but I have been playing competitive first person shooters for like 20 years at this point i know what a game should feel like online (laughs) you know so i'm gonna leave that at that but uh let's start wrapping this show up here we definitely went a little over 
I didn't realize that topic was just going to take so long, but it is a pretty hefty, hefty, uh, hefty topic. Sorry. Um, we are still, I think we're looking for one more contestant on the game show episode. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Cause I, uh, I think we have, we have two so far, both console players, by the way. So if a PC player wants to kind of step up, you know, now's the time to do so. Uh, but yeah, I think we need one more person for the game show episode and then we could, you know, get that, you know, rolling. Uh, we also, we have one person for the monthly community episode, which we're going to record that regardless. We're not going to, we're not going to do it this month. Uh, we'll, we'll have one for September, but you know, we can have more people on for that episode. So, uh, up. Oh, we got it. We just got a volunteer in Hans chat. Says he'll do it. We have a tribute. <laughs> we have a tribute. <laughs> Big juicy volunteers tribute. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, the game show episode is on. I will be contacting you three, and uh, we'll we'll talk about what needs to happen. All right. Uh, but yeah, two. We did. We don't have any uh, game nights going on this week for Watchpoint Radio, but we did have an Xbox game night and a PS4 game night. Which uh, looks like both went pretty, uh, you know, pretty well. Um, I did see that there was a little bit of saltiness that happened on the PS4 game night. And if you go to the PS4 game night, guys, um, just keep in mind it's going to be people of all skill levels. It's a place to have fun. It's not. It's not a place to get super salty. Leave that shit at the door. All right. That's yep. like my my main rules for the communities that I run. No assholes. Hashtag okay. don't be a dick. Yeah, like that's that's basically my main rule. Like we don't we're not super politically correct here or anything like that. But you know, keep that shit in check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're probably an adult. <laughs> so, you know, but hey, no 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 saltiness. And but don't get me wrong, it's not like I ruined it. Like, it was just like there was a salty person. Just, you know, shake that shit off, baby. It's okay. You'll be all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I I did get a chance to go to the Xbox game night and I Thanks a lot to everybody who who went there. I went to the Xbox game night and not the PS4 one because I missed the last Xbox game night, uh, and I definitely wanted to to be there for that. And it's it was great playing with you guys. I had a, a good time. I'm sorry that I was so rusty and I, I sucked, uh, you know, quite a bit. And shout out to Mellow Yeti for organizing that and uh, being so positive, you know, throughout uh, throughout the night. Like he was, you're awesome. And also shout out to Death Squad OG. For organizing the PS4 game night, I'm not sure if if, if uh, Finn Flood also helped organize the PS4 game night. I know he, he's a he's a pretty active member of the PS4 community, so uh, good, great job to to, to uh, both of you guys, um, or all three of you guys. Thanks a lot for doing that. Go ahead, Bob. You had something to say? Uh, I was just gonna say uh, there's no Watchpoint Radio console game night uh, this weekend, but it is the monthly Omnic Lab game night. Uh, I'll recap Omnic Lab. You can find it at um, discord.me slash Omnic Lab. And it's usually pretty big. There's usually a pretty big PS4 room. There's usually a pretty big, uh, there's usually a pretty big X, uh, Xbox room. And there's usually about three lobbies for peace for PC. So it's huge. So check out that game night. Nobody usually runs game nights during it. So, Come join the f- join the fun. Yep, and uh, like I mentioned last week, the latest prepare to attack episode for Brigitta is out. So it is damn good. 
It's good. Damn good, good, good Kinder. <laughs> damn good job. Yes. So I would Actually, definitely I check it out. listening to it myself. I probably need to. Actually, there was a piece of advice in there that's actually really helpful for Hammond that I didn't, I never really thought about, but it's really helpful for Hammond. And that's holding down the shield key, even if you get stunned, right? Don't wait the because present. it activates after. There's oh, lots yeah. of uh, sure, yeah. abilities <laughs> in Overwatch that do that. Yeah, like, just like, yeah, like when you come down as Hammond and they have like a, you know, a break for your counter. Uh, you know, you can still like make something happen. Like she'll stun you, and if she stuns you, hold E, and you actually probably get a pretty big shield because more than likely the team is going to try to come in on you at right. that point, and uh, you can make some magic happen with that. So I would definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, if you're not here on uh, Twitch with us, which if you're still on Twitch with us right now, you're the real MVP. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys, for sticking around. <laughs> um. We do live stream every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we love to have you here. Twitch.tv slash match those buttons. We want to hear about your Overwatch stories, so you know, send those to us, um, and I, we'll get into our contact info in a little bit here. We do have a PS4 community, Xbox One Club, both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. We'll love to have you there, so you can join our game nights, which apparently are going to be a thing. Um, it's awesome. And like I mentioned earlier, Discord, discord.me slash mash those buttons. We'd love to have you there. And I always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. If you're on Facebook and you want another group of uh, good Overwatch players to either play with or talk with or just keep up with news, Mickey does a great job moderating that group. Uh, I would definitely check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. Me and Bob pop in there. Some, oh, and Kender pop in there uh, sometimes. You know, So definitely check it out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter, which is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. Uh, you guys want to give out your uh, social media info? Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at uh, nerfkinderplus, PLS. Uh, and I'm not sure what's going on with fragging out right now. I haven't heard anything from Kibbies, uh, but that's a story for another time. But if you do want to follow what uh, content we have out already, uh, it's fraggingout.com, uh, Twitter at fraggingoutpod, and discord.me slash fraggingout. You can find me on Twitter at blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. I have a plethora of podcasts I'm involved in. You can find them all there. All right. And I am on Twitter at Church of Ja. Uh, and you can find me streaming here sometimes on twitch.tv slash matches buttons. I'm trying to stream on a more regular basis. Uh, I have decided that I will not be streaming Overwatch other than when we do our weekly streams, which I think we're still trying to do on Thursdays, right, Bob? We're trying sure. to do those weekly yeah. streams on Thursdays where we play yeah, you know, competitive matches. And so, it'll probably be the Podcasters 6. So, I mean, you get to see High Dude Podcasters, Omnic Lab Podcasters, Cavalry Podcasters. You get to see all kinds of shit. Yeah. We'll see. Like, if, if we already have the six stack together, sure. But uh, it took a really long time to, to get shit together the other night. So uh, we'll see. We'll try not to that's, have so well, much downtime on the next streams. Yeah, it's because we were just, I mean, Mel and I have been moving. I played, started back at school. Like, there's been a lot of things that have hindered. Thrill moved. Right. I think it'll get back on track here soon. Yeah. Well, well, like, sorry, I, I'm I just talking about the amount of- one, huh? Oh, go ahead. I was just talking about the amount of time it took to organize, you know, 
the, the team on Thursday. So I'm trying to reduce, uh, you know, let's say reduce, uh, reduce <laughs> downtime. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, and the like, meta changed completely in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Completely. So, yeah. So, like I said, well, I, you'll find me here on Twitch, the TV slash magical buttons. If you want to see something streamed, let me know. But I'm still trying to decide what I'm going to do. I do believe I am going to do a Doom Nightmare run. Uh, that's, oh, I, I'll tune in for that. Oh yeah, like, I do believe I'm gonna do that. Um, I actually dance, went back dance and played a little Doom, played a little Doom to like to turn, you know, to tweak up a little bit. But I do think I'm gonna go ahead and do like a Doom Nightmare run, nope. and and see what happens. We need the Jaw Dance Dance Revolution Night. Uh, dude, like I don't have. I would tune in for that shit. Uh, <laughs> Well, we'll figure out what's we'll figure out what's going on. Um, I'm going to tell you something. Try to stream on on a more regular basis because our, our our subscribers on Twitch deserve better than what we've been giving them. So, I'm going to go for that. But um, other than that, you know, we like I said, we want to hear from you. So we'll uh, you know, you can contact us at WPR at MashThoseButtons.com or on Twitch or not Twitch, but on Twitter, Facebook, uh, on SoundCloud. You can leave a comment on the website. We try to you know read all of that. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to help out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take your support a bit further, you can you know become a patron on patreon.com slash watchpointradio. That's a tremendous help. Thank you guys very much. Like I don't think you guys understand how like much that's helping right now, uh, even with the $29 per episode. Like it's it's a tremendous help. So thank you guys very much. Um, you can also support us by buying merchandise on our Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash store slash match those buttons. And, uh, you know, we always encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show uh, to, uh, you know, hear about our other shows. Oh, by the way, you can also support being a Twitch subscriber. Totally missed that. Sorry about that. Uh, but, yeah, like if you want to hear about the other shows we have on the network, stay tuned and there'll be a uh, bumper after the show to talk about those shows. So um, once again, thanks for listening. Sorry for the long show. Hope you guys have a good night or a good day whenever you listen to this. Probably multiple days since it's two hours long. And we'll catch you later. See you. Later, boys. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the MashThoseButtons.com website, grab the RSS feed, and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should check out mashosbuttons.com slash shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division 2, make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest that mash those buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite. 
facebook.com slash mash those buttons and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community. So just go to discord.me slash mash those buttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.